Hey guys, welcome to episode 17 of the QMS podcast. We're joined by our good friend Marin for part one of a two-part series revolving around the topic of addiction. We hope you enjoy the podcast and of course, feel free to send in any topics you'd like us to discuss in future podcasts. What is addiction? What, what is even, addiction? Yeah, what even is addiction? That's a topic by the way, addiction. What is, what is addiction? Like, where do you even start with addiction? You start. Um, I feel like Marion wants to say something. So, see, I knew, I knew. When it comes to like addiction, uh, I I would say it has to do with like craving, uh, like a, like a desire to do something, um, mm. over and over, and that can be like harmful, and it can be like. A hobby, a hobby can like turn into addiction, mm. and that can be, it can have, it can go both ways. It can be useful. It can be productive. Mm. If you're a workaholic, it can be like good for you. If you like drinking, it can be bad for you. So like, it really just depends on the type of addiction. And well, being a workaholic can also be bad. There is like different types of addiction. The different types. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to just go over like the different types of addiction, like the most, the big ones? I mean, yeah, sure. Man. Oh, sorry, go on, Philip. No, no, I was, I was just going to agree with you. I was going to say we could. Yeah, we but could. I just yeah. like the point that you brought out where well, when you said that it could be an addiction to a hobby or you could be a workaholic. Because every time people think about addiction, I think generally the first thing that people's minds go to is some sort of substance, some sort of drug, or like you mentioned, alcohol. Yeah, but it can also be just things that you like doing that you just start doing a bit too much. Mm. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so like yeah, the big ones are uh, yeah, like uh, either taking substances or a, a certain hobby, um, as you said, and you know, like work-related, you know, types of addiction. So when we when it comes to substances. Uh, what kind of like substances uh, can you get like addicted to? You can get addicted to like alcohol, mm. but you can also get addicted to uh, cer- uh, drugs, certain drugs, weed. Um, you can get addicted to uh, like stimulants. Stimulants uh, include like cocaine and um, and uh, what amphetamines. Methamphetamines, mm. uh, those are like stimulants. You can get addicted to that. Um, like weed is like kind of the opposite. I f- I kind of I think I forget uh, forgot what it was called. But uh, there's also like psychedelic drugs like uh, LSD, uh, which uh, like or 2CP, which uh, like induce like uh, hallucinations. It d- depends what people get into and. You can get into these types, uh, like the substance addictions, through like uh, stuff like peer pressure, yeah. um, like peer pressure, like going to parties, um, uh, going to parties. So, like a friend of yours, uh, like uh, introducing to that kind of stuff. And if it's something accessible to you, it can turn into addiction. Like I think if you don't have access to it and you're not looking for it, you. you like it's not likely for you to get addicted, but when you start craving for it and like you start getting it yourself, then it's like then it becomes a bad thing. And yeah, so that's like regarding substances. So do you guys have like any sort of like personal experience that you might want to share like with you regarding like substance related uh, addictions? I I wouldn't say I have personal experiences with like personal experiences when it comes to substance addiction. I think. See what I was going to say, though, when it comes to like, oh, I'm taking the back of it. When it comes to addiction, right, I never actually think of like workaholics. Like I never think of people that work all the time because I think that was probably the position I was in. Maybe, maybe A-level, I think I'll say A-level. Like I just, I just, even, yeah, even now, to be fair, like, I feel like now it's even more so because I always have to, I don't know if it's an addiction, I don't know if that's the way you want to call it, but I always feel the need to be doing something. Like, I can't, I was thinking I was telling Philip the other day, like, I don't know how to rest. I can't, like, actively go and say, 
I don't know how guys like you know guys like can go and lie down the bed, put on the movie, and then just chill for the evening. I can't do that. Like I genuinely, my brain wouldn't let me do that. I have to always actively be doing something from the moment I wake up till when I sleep. That's why even when, even when it's like say you're waiting for the bus, I can't I can't wait for the bus. I want to walk to the next stop. Unless I'm just talking to people, I, I want to walk to the next stop. So I don't know if that's like an addiction or it's like a just the way my brain works. But that's that's sort of the oh, like personal experience I guess I would say that I have when it comes to like just working all the time and not being able to rest or just chill that's that's the closest I'll get really I think so like that that's uh like you would say like staying active and being on top of your work uh, is some sort of like addiction to you yeah but even even when it's like i don't need to be working like even when mm-hmm. even when i've done i've passed all my deadlines I, I can really just chill for like a good week and still be on top of things i just couldn't i just can't do that i can't like my body doesn't let me mm-hmm. is it something that you may uh, consider as pleasure like you uh you do something you achieve it then you then you feel good about yourself um i i, I enjoy achieving things I guess I think I think I enjoy achieving things, but mm-hmm. there, there might be even like a see. This is why I think of of it on the other hand because there might be a, there's sometimes a level of displeasure that comes with it. It's like why do I always feel the need to work even when I'm like I have a bloodshot tired kind of thing? Like why do I always feel the need to work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, so like uh, it's not exactly like being a, i guess it's kind of like being like a workaholic like, i guess uh, so yeah i training. guess so you don't really like allow yourself to chill and uh, you do realize yeah. that there is uh there's benefits of actually like taking a rest and chilling even oh, though yeah, you, yeah, yeah yeah but i feel like it's the, it's, it's the same with like um with like alcohol like everyone knows no. that if you drink too much alcohol yeah. Then, like, it's not good for you. Like, there needs to be a moment where your like body can chill. You know, you're not really messing up your living. Or everyone knows that, but the people that are next to it will still go back, kind of thing. I think it's similar to it in that sense. I don't know, Philip. What do you think? Is Philip still here? Apologies, apologies. Now I'm here. I just moved. Um, what do I think? If it's similar to alcohol, I don't know what you describe. It doesn't strike me as addiction. Yeah, it's a bit it like... Is, it doesn't strike me as an addiction um, to always to feel like you constantly have to be doing something. I feel like that's something else. Mm. Um, I think Marin mentioned, yeah, he asked you if you get some sort of pleasure from it, and I think I know why. Because normally with most addictions, you get some sort of, yeah, you get mm. some sort of pleasure from it. And that's why you'd keep on going back to it. Yeah. But I don't think in your case it's an addiction. Maybe it's something else. Yeah. But addiction. I would I wouldn't say so. Yeah. I, I haven't looked at it as an addiction. I'd more just say how my brain works. I think that's mm. that's how I look at it. Have, do you think you have any like personal okay, would you say you're addicted to the gym? Addicted to the gym? No. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I I if get why. If you do it all the time, like, um, and it's it becomes uh, such a passion to you that you you do kind of become addicted, and you might mm-hmm. get even injured from that, and you you still keep going. Then yeah, it is an mm-hmm. addiction. I think so. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say like me. I love the gym. I love going to the gym, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it an addiction because I haven't been to the gym in like. I'd say a week or two, like nearly nearly two weeks. I haven't been to the gym in like two weeks. Actually, no, I lied. Nearly a month now. I haven't been to the gym because I felt sick and I just didn't go from there. So it's like I don't feel like I want to go to the gym, but I personally don't feel like some like there's something missing. Like there's something missing yeah. if I don't go. Like I know people that are addicted to things. Like if they don't have that thing in a certain period of time, then they feel like a part of them is missing. Or they feel like they just need something to sustain the actual life, like they require it. Well, I don't feel like I require the gym. I just know something that I like doing. 
But like coming back to the topic of uh, you being busy, you like trying to keep yourself busy because you don't like, uh, you know, resting uh, and chilling. Uh, do you like by busy, do you mean you have to be doing work like studying? Do you, does it have to be anything productive or it can be anything just like walking out, outside? Just something. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be okay. um, productive. It doesn't have to be me sitting down and saying I'm studying. It's literally just. So yeah, that's, you're not really like an uh like uh, a workaholic. It's more of like, I guess, uh, like this sort of impatience. Um, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I think like, anyway. Yeah, I I wouldn't dis uh, like I don't know if like there is any kind of like disorder related to that. So, you know, I obviously yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to make you sound like you have some sort of disorder. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, uh, me mental health is like a big thing, you know? It's like... Yeah, 100. Philip, that, that, that laugh was a bit too heavy. What's going on? What do you mean it's heavy? That laugh was a bit too... A bit too mm -hmm. nah, I just found no, it funny. Oh, okay. Like, right, you cool, cool. you don't have an addiction. You're good, don't worry. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> How do you think guys fall into addiction? I think... Oh, I think um one of them that I think it was Miranda. I think it was Miranda answered it was um peer pressure. Peer pressure is a big one. Another one is something like circumstance. So there'll be people yeah, that's in like talking about how you get like into yeah. like the substance type of the addiction. You know, mm. it can be peer pressure. Um when it comes to being a workaholic, you you can also be peer pressured into becoming a workaholic. And that's by uh, family, you know, uh, colleague. Yeah. 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 So, like, big expectations and you can make it so that you, like, uh, you feel like you, you just can't give yourself rest and you have to, like, uh, overwork yourself. And, um, you know, you obviously, you obviously feel overburned, but you're, like, at this point, you don't know what it's like not to do work. So you do yeah. it all the time. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, that's a really a good very one. Very good one. I think it's exactly. Go on, bro. Now I'm just gonna ask that if if that is what life has been like for you guys, like big expectations, of us you work your backsides off. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. It's like I can only speak from the perspective of an African, and I know I can relate with other West Africans too. But it's like, and I'm not trying to like say that any other people don't like experience that because I 100 percent know other people do. But it's like I think it's a very big thing in West African households for there to be like a high standard from parents onto their children, especially when it comes from like especially when it's like from parents that have just moved into the country and they've given birth to children in that country. And I get that it's from like their I get that it's from like their own parents. Like it's it's like a cycle kind of thing. They got that pressure on their own parents and they'll put it onto their children. But then that's put them in situations where they they, they sort of get addicted to the feeling of to the, addicted to the feeling of that proudness from their parents. So they will continue to fulfill what their parent wants and not entirely what they want for themselves. And to fulfill that is literally becoming a workaholic and just not even thinking about rest. That's why I mean I don't know about you guys, but my parents have a ridiculous, well, my mom specifically, she has a ridiculous work ethic. Like, her mm. work ethic is is scary. It's it's so scary. And I always tell her, and she doesn't realise how good it is, but if she was to, if she was, like, a kid of today, putting in the work she was putting today, that's, that's four A stars easily. Her work ethic is ridiculous. And it's like, I get that it's literally from a thing of, and I, I feel like it's it's a level, I don't know if it's a level of addiction or whatever, but it's like, she's just it's just something that she enjoys doing all the time so she just it's just like sort of widens her brain because of the power it's growing up with her and then i don't know if it's something where it was attached to that feeling of that proudness from her parents whenever she did work hard whenever she did do whatever so i do think that one that one's a massive one like that one's a very big thing i think a lot of us experience it too um, philip is that something that's uh you might have like experienced where you like you put like a lot of pressure on yourself um so from pressure from parents 
don't think I ever had that much pressure from my parents. So at least I didn't see it that way. My mom never put pressure on me. She just encouraged me to do my best. And then my dad was more like, yeah, um, this is good, but you can do better. That was, mm. that was my dad. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the thing is, though, with someone like myself and my personality, I never actually really let expectations get to me, even though I knew that other people had expectations of me and I knew that people would see me in a certain type of way. Because I just really wasn't interested and I wasn't interested in their opinion. So I was just like, no, I'll just keep on doing what I need to do. And what I need to do only needs to be good by my standards, knowing that my standards are at least like decent, respectable standards. Mm. So yeah, but I can, I can see where um, becoming a workaholic would come from when it comes from a point of expectation. Because when you have people that are important to you, having high expectations of you, the last thing you want to do is let them down. So, of course, you want to put in the work every hour in the sun and make sure that you get what you need to get. So, it's fair enough, I think, that kind of addiction to working can come from the people who are closest to you and the expectations that they put on your head unknowingly. And in what way would uh, that like, that's, uh, like pass a certain point where it becomes harmful, you know, like you would do it so much that at this point it's like an unhealthy habit and you should stop. I think it's... Oh, go on, go on. I don't know what I think it's okay to prioritize work. I don't think there's a problem with prioritizing work. It's just when yeah. I think if it comes, the problem comes when you sort of, don't give any priority to the other parts of your life, to actually resting, to actually thinking about your mental health, to actually focusing on the other parts of your life, to actually fulfill being happy or being comfortable where you are. Because if you, that's that's a big thing. It's again another big thing. What's also learning to myself. Let me let me not go too far. But like when you focus too much on the on the working side, then you forget about everything else. And work work isn't life. Work is just a part of life. So if you can't focus on the other parts, then that's when it becomes detrimental. That's when it starts becoming harmful to people. Yeah, that's actually huge about like uh, an addiction, um, like where when where an addiction like takes over and you kind of just forget about your other parts of life. Mm. So when it comes to like uh, addictions, uh, there is like the other types of addictions. You know, there we kind of. Uh, we sort of went through like uh, the substance addictions and how you can get uh, like kind of get into that. But um, and we went through like uh, being a workaholic. But we can talk about like a hobby and a hobby can really be like uh, we kind of mentioned gym, but we we found out that nobody here is like kind of a gym addict. But there's also like a big one. And um, especially nowadays, uh, uh, like gaming i would say like gaming and uh gaming social media anything like related to the online world can actually be like can turn into like an addiction and of course you like distract you from doing like like the the other parts of uh life you know because you know like just like work is uh, a part of life uh you know your hobbies are also a part of life and you can i kind of like forget about the other stuff so uh do you have like personal experiences like of um like personal experiences that of course that you would like to share with not too much detail about like um you guys being addicted to um like something in the online world it can be social media it can be gaming it can be anything things i want to know how do you how you or at what le- at what point gaming becomes an addiction i used to play a lot of games but i don't think mm-hmm. i was ever actually addicted to it so I'm not. I'm not actually sure. I think where it comes, see how I see how I sort of look at it, right? You know when guys play FIFA, right? And yeah. then yep. like they they're literally screaming at the game every single day. But the next day they still come back to it, and the next day they still come back to it. I feel like to to an to a certain extent, I feel like there's a level of addiction in that because <laughs> you're actually like shouting at this game the other day. It's a, it's a love-hate relationship. That's a big, but like that oh. feeling of escape, <laughs> that feeling of escapism, you will go back mm-hmm. to because that's the only thing I think about in that moment. So I feel like mm. 
to an extent, I'm not saying that people are having to this day in that situation because it's like it's a very common thing. I think all of us have done it, maybe done it before, like being annoyed at a game. But to a certain extent, I feel like there's a level of addiction. If some, even though you in the moment hate this thing, like this thing is just so annoying to you, you will still come back to it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. That's how I've identified. For me, for me personally, um, I don't think gaming. Gaming definitely has. I think this is a, like one of, one of the anomalies when it comes to this. Gaming definitely has not been like a massive part of my life. Um, I played. A, I think lockdown. I played a bit. Like everyone was. A lot of people weren't playing GTA like very late at night until like six a.m. I was one of those people. Um, interesting times, man. That was when like I don't know if you guys remember. There was like this purple and green war, the aliens thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, that that yeah, period, yeah. that period. That's when I was on it a lot. I don't, that was that was a very funny period. Social media, one 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 thousand percent. There's I've definitely been addicted to social media in some sort, especially I think especially in Nigeria because like I just I recently got a phone and re- like I was in the village. There's nothing else to do. Luckily, I was one of the kids that actually like had data. Because there's nothing like Wi-Fi in the village, it's data. You, you, buy, you buy data. So I wonder because I actually had data. So I try myself on my bed. Literally, when I'm at home after boarding school, on my bed, just on my phone, scrolling through social media. And literally, nothing, I can, I'd forget to eat and all. I'd, it'd just be all I'd do because there's nothing else to do. Like, I could really go outside and have a walk, but in my mind, in that moment, social media was what I needed to, do, to be doing. So I think that probably... When it comes to social media addiction, that's probably like a big moment where I realized, I yo, this this needs to stop. Like, I need to calm down with this. That's that's, yeah, that's social media one's interesting. That's an interesting. Yeah, what, what's your experience, Philip? Like, have you been addicted to uh, like this kind of stuff? Probably, I'd have to say yes. I've had, to, I'd have to say yes. And I think one thing that people even myself included, will subconsciously do, is convince themselves that if you don't have social media, there's nothing else for you to do. Mm. So if your parents are to take your mm. phone, you just go like, oh, what do I do now? Mm. Like, there's nothing in the house for me to do. But really and truly, there's something for you to do, but it just doesn't cross your mind because you've made social media the most important thing for you to be doing in your house. So I did social media, for sure. For sure. There were times that I'll just YouTube, YouTube, the spiral yeah. of YouTube is crazy. YouTube? The spiral of YouTube is crazy. I would click one video, there'll be one more ready and one more after that. Because <laughs> they, like, like recommendations of the Yeah, the recommendations were so good as well. They were so yeah. good. So I'd, I'd just be watching and watching. Before yeah. I knew it, ah, hours have passed. Bro. I'm sitting there thinking, what have I done with my life today? I've watched YouTube. YouTube definitely was like the old algorithm. Like they YouTube were cold was crazy, man. They were cold with it. <laughs> YouTube were crazy. Now, now it's TikTok. Yeah, now it's TikTok, right? Yeah. Like uh, now, now you're like, uh, uh, have you guys come to the point where you um you can't like watch anything longer than a five minute video because you're so used to like like uh, shorts and TikToks and and um yes. that's that's yes. like so short that yes. you're like oh you see a 10 minute video and you're like i'm lazy to watch that yes i got to that point i definitely got to that point and i hated it because these 10 minutes watching a 10 minute video like say it was like on i don't know whatever something informational i i knew to my i knew myself that this would probably impact my life in a very good way but i just couldn't i didn't have i wasn't bothered to watch the 10 minutes i wasn't bothered just because i was so used to the short form content and I think that's one thing that's happening with um a lot of ki- well, a lot of people nowadays like they can't they can't study they can't like go out of their way and read a book because they're so used to that short form content of entertainment that gives you that little moment of I don't know if it's a dopamine rush or whatever whatever it is um mm. the, the feeling good one gives you that little yeah, you're, you're kind of skipping ahead yeah like exactly. when you mention dopamine oh I'm but, yeah my bad, my bad. <laughs> Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, no, that, that's okay. Uh, but let's. Uh, so, what was I going to say uh, about addiction? Uh, yeah. Oh, so I was gonna talk about like uh, short attention span. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically like what uh, what people are having now. A lot of people are having like short attention span. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And, um, you know, like, it's when you put someone in a room and there is absolutely nothing to do, they'll go crazy, you know. And um, especially nowadays, like, in, it, it can take, like, uh, a very short amount of time, like, 10 minutes of, like, complete silence can get you crazy, you know. Like, depending on, like, how much you've been impacted by the sort of thing, like, um, this like that short attention span that you've got from like all these shorts and now yeah like the big the big one is not you you you're not being like able to like read books or like watch lectures mm. watching lectures is also like a huge one um but yeah so i was going to say before uh like if they, these uh, types of addictions do you if i were to say that these are actually addicts uh, addictions to substance would you guys believe me? Like they're the same thing. Well, like, like, OD, like these, uh, like sort of addictions, like watching YouTube, playing games, you know, um, and like watching TikTok, like social media. Uh, would you believe me if, like, it's just, uh, like you being addicted to like a certain type of t- substance? On surface level, probably not. On surface level, no. Okay. How about, how about you, Philip? I'd agree. I'm pretty sure that um, your brain goes through the same mechanism as if, as though it were a drug. Yeah. 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 So, and in this case, that drug is actually dopamine, which you mentioned. Dopamine is uh, something that induces happiness. Um, you know, it's stuff that happens in your brain. And when you watch, uh, so dopamine can be uh, caused by you watching a video, you watch, uh, you texting someone and them replying back. You kind of get this a little bit rush of excitement. It can come from like, um, like love. It can come from like a lot of things that you enjoy. It can come from eating foods that can give you dopamine. Mm-hmm. Like anything that's kind of just, uh, you know, boredom. Boredom is kind of you like detoxing from dopamine, and then whatever is not boredom, that's you getting dopamine, mm-hmm. and. And when you come to like, uh, when it comes to like the online world that gives you like uh, dopamine access, uh, access to dopamine, like uh, such easy access to dopamine, you're kind of like, you're like, okay, your brain is like, oh, let me abuse this, you know? And mm-hmm. in this case, you end up watching like a uh, hundred videos on YouTube, you know, you end up like spending a lot of time on social media, a lot of time on like texting someone, you know, yeah. you might spend a lot of time on loving someone because um because that gives you dopamine even if that relationship might not be healthy for you you know it's uh it really just uh so like it is technically like uh related to you being uh, addicted to a type of substance and that is you know like dopamine there's also other like happy um like chemicals in your brain but that's the big one so yeah yeah. And oh, well, kind of moving on from that, uh, do you guys have like anything to say about like that um, thing? You covered it really. You're you're, yeah, you're, you it. you're informing There's, people. You're giving them it's knowledge. Both educating <laughs> us. <laughs> you're educating <laughs> us and the people. We love it, man. But, yeah. Um, but but the the, go on, bro. Go on. Uh, do you want to go first? No, you got it. You got it. Ah, uh, cool. Say this. Now I'm just gonna um refer to this really good animation that i've seen i don't know if you guys have seen before but it's just like it's just creature i'm just gonna call it a bird yeah i'm gonna call it a bird and it's just walking across like on that surface and it sees this yellow ball on the ground mm. takes it up begins to fly oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you seen that before you guys yeah, have seen yeah, that before. Yeah, seen it, yeah, yeah. and i think it's just a perfect i'll I'll look for it and I'll send it to you. But yeah, I think it's a perfect representation of what being addicted to something is like. You take it, you get the high, and then every time you take it again, you need a bigger dosage of it. Mm. But no, yeah, that right. yeah, that video, if you've seen it, it's like, we'll post it as well. But like that, yeah, it's a very good representation. Um, but yeah, no, but you really covered the whole dopamine thing. Like, um, I did my 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 research my small research and um i think a big thing and i tried it before and it was probably one of the most productive periods i've ever had 
it was a dopamine detox. I don't know if that's what you're going to cover. I don't know if we're going to go mm. to that. But I think when, when we're talking about dopamine, what comes to mind, is, I, heard, I think I heard a question from Philip um, talking about a dopamine detox. And I mean, we could talk, we'll talk about it a bit after, but that's what comes to mind, a dopamine detox. Oh, no, you can, you can cover it now. Oh, sure, yeah. So, okay, basically, yeah, yeah. it's um, a dopamine detox, to my knowledge, what it is, it's literally just avoiding all those, well, a heavy one anyway, is avoiding all of those things that would provide you with dopamine for a bit well some people go for the whole for like a whole week some people go for just a day some people go for like a, a chunk of their day but it's literally avoiding those things and setting tasks for yourself to like to fulfill i guess the thing that you need to do essentially and the hardest place usually the hardest place to start usually is in the morning because i mean i usually find myself when as soon as, soon as i wake up in the morning i'm looking at my phone i'm checking what's going on, on my phone i have to get into a morning routine to avoid that because I've now started off my day on a dopamine high. If I start off my day on a dopamine high, when it comes to actually filling the tasks that I need to do, that I might be boring or mundane or not providing me with dopamine, because they're not providing me with that sort of that reset that I have of having a dopamine high, I'm not going to want to do it because I know I'm not going to get that dopamine high from it. So starting your phone, starting your day with your phone, going on social media, do whatever you do on your phone, it's not the best way to start your day because it just sets the tone for what your brain expects you to do throughout the whole day if you start on a low and sort of increase at the end of the day your brain knows okay this is a reward for the end of the day but if you start at high your brain will think okay this is the standard for the whole day and if i'm not getting a dopamine high with the rest of the things that i do then i'm not good i don't want to do it and i'm going to be a lot less disciplined to do it does that make sense mm. indeed indeed Oh, I I absolutely agree with you. Like, the first thing that I do when I wake up is like look at my phone, and yeah. I've actually tried to do that before, and it's definitely a like a different feeling, you know. Yeah, very. And uh, like, do you come do you come to the point where like you wake up and you look at your notifications, and like uh, many people have texted you, uh, certain things have come out, yeah, like new post, new video, whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah and you're like oh i want to go through all of that you know? yeah literally yeah that's literally how it how i do it anyway how i avoid it is mm -hmm. i set my alarm on all the night before and i put my phone like across the room so when i'm going to turn off my alarm in the morning i'm not getting i'm not turning putting on sleep and lying in bed to look at my notifications i'm getting up out of my bed to go and turn off my alarm and then the toilet is right there so i'm going to go need to use the shower kind of thing like that's just how I'm, that's just how I responded to the phone because I think the phone being next to me just made it so accessible to turn over, put on snooze, turn back over, go on my phone and look through social media. And it's like, it's hard. It's hard. That's the thing. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's something that takes a lot of discipline to tell yourself, okay, this phone next to me, is, is it really helping me at night? Like, why is it next to me at night? If someone calls me, I can get up and go answer the phone kind of thing. But no, yeah, it happens. It happens to me all the time. It happens to me all the time. Like the notification thing. That's that's why I turn off notifications too. Like I turn mm -hmm. I turn off notifications for majority of my social media apps. So if I'm going on there, I have a reason to go on there, like to make content or whatever. I'm not going there to start scrolling through the whole day. But again, it's not like I'm. I'm not saying this as if I woke up one day and it was easy. Like take it as it's a process. It's it started from okay, trying it for one hour and trying it for two hours. Like it, it's hard. It's not like something that just happens. But no, mm. yeah, Marion, it happens it happens to me all the time. Like that's mm. literally lifestyle kind of thing. It happens all the time. Huge, and it happens to a lot of people. It's not just you. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, yeah. yeah, Philip, this uh, is uh, like, is this something that uh, uh, that would like happen to you? Like, you wake up, you look at your phone, you kind of like want to just check everything, or. I mean, yeah, I feel like checking stuff, but there's nothing for me to check. I don't get notifications. Yeah. yeah. So just like, there's just nothing there for me to check. And anytime, because of that, like I open my phone, it's just a blank screen. So when I'm about to open my phone, I'm just like, bro, there's there's nothing there. There's, there's just nothing there. <laughs> okay. No so you've, you've already got that sort of self-control. That's really good. Yeah. Just uh, So I just kind of just, just get on with it. Like I've, I just get ready in the morning for the gym and I just get moving. Right. You know, you know what will give you a high though? Um, posting on TikTok. 
Oof. Knowing that and seeing that your video did well. Oh, like bro. you 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 want to check that. Like that's something that your body will be like, oh, let me check if my video did well. Oh yeah, when you want to post something. There is yeah, actually yeah, yeah. so yeah, TikTok is a big one, but you know which other one is like also huge? Which one? Um which you might guys you might not use, um, but a lot of other people use. Um I don't know if you guys use Reddit. Oh, Reddit. Reddit. Reddit is I don't a use Reddit. massive one. Right. I don't use it. Reddit is a yeah, yeah. massive. Yeah. It's huge because um like I'm someone who like uses Reddit for like uh stuff that I am interested about. Yeah. And when I make a post, I would always check like how many upvotes yeah. I got, like you know, yeah, yeah. the comments. It's it's crazy. Like Reddit is a, a big one. Yeah, Reddit is massive, like it's it's I don't know how, but it's been engineered to be such like a crazy tool. And like work, it works as well. The only thing is that it's not as aesthetic as TikTok. That's why not many people use it, or well, not many people our age anyway. But it's yeah, it's a very big one. It's a massive one. But I was gonna say, bro, I went viral the other way, other day. I posted um, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted um, me moving in on my TikTok, and I went viral. I was checking it twenty four seven, bro. <laughs> Every yeah, single yeah. minute, I was checking it. When I, it hit like 20k and I was like oh okay this is cool this is interesting <laughs> and, I, and I found a reason to literally check it like all the time oh, man. Yeah, I hate you so bro and then I find it 50k 100k and I'm like, like yeah yo, yo, <laughs> yo. you're like pump it in me you're like yeah, I'm loving on. this I'm loving it. and I just kept checking I kept it there was no reason for me to go back because all that would change was the numbers on the screen that's the only thing that was going to change but that the thing of like people commenting on my post and actually like I guess relating with it in some sense, bro. I, I just couldn't I didn't I couldn't find a way to stay away from it. I kept going back. I kept going back. And I just I don't know. That that poster thing, it's not just like viewing social media, it's also the posting too. Like that's why I have massive respect for like influence or social or like content creators, because like they probably get that all the time. And they found a way to sort of control themselves to avoid going back to the app or like you know all those things because these these men get on a daily basis and i'm sure in the first yeah, moments yeah. of when of when they were getting big they couldn't control themselves they had to keep going back and checking it but like i was like they developed that mechanism in their brain to just avoid it entirely and not keep going back because it there's no need to go back there's, there's really no need but i just couldn't find myself staying away uh, it was what a period man what a period Oh, you're right. It reminds me of an example. Um, mm-hmm. I saw whilst I was on YouTube and there was a video of the Sidemen and there was mm-hmm. Bazinga saying that when he was growing, because of the numbers, he saw the numbers growing and he was like, I, I need to keep posting. I need to mm-hmm. keep on doing it. Go home. And this is after school. So these guys are younger at that time. Yeah. He'd go home and he'd be pushing out three videos a day. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. bro, that's, that's crazy to be pushing three out videos three videos. Three videos is heavy. After school, I mean, big respect. They're clear now. It makes sense as to why they're clear now. Yeah, they're clear. But he even said himself that he had to just bring that back and just relax a bit. Yeah. So it was getting it was getting too much. Mm. So you can say he was like sort of addicted to doing that. Yeah, I'd say so. I think he'd say so himself. I think he said it himself. Yeah, I remember seeing that video. He was like addicted to that feeling of. I, I, I don't want to say attention but like sort of the attention is first forgetting and like he wanted more so he kept doing it and by to fulfill that feeling he has to keep releasing videos and it was like a constant thing but like yeah I would say it was sort of an addiction too the thing with like big uh, YouTubers now and streamers is that they've kind of become like uh, they've grown this like sense of um, immunity like towards uh, this big hype so mm. it's like uh so it's not necessarily that they start underappreciating it although there is such people who underappreciate like their audience but it's more of like uh now like you no longer look at the numbers as individual people yeah you, you look at it as this one big number you know um so it's uh, i think that kind of has to do with uh like it's kind of similar to uh, speaking to audiences. So which one, which ones do you guys is like uh, thing is easier to do? 
like uh, you have to speak, present like something to like a group of people, uh, like uh, like four or five people in a in a small room, or you have to present like in front of many people. Which ones? Which one do you guys think is like harder? In your opinion, harder. Mm-hmm. You know what? I thought I would say the four to five people, but I I don't know because like, so I did a speech the other day and I felt very comfortable speaking in front of that many people. But yeah. if it was like it was like if it was like less people, in some sense, I would I might feel that like these people are all concentrating on me. Like I would feel that more. Exactly. So. And this kind of has to do with the fact that when you're when there are less people, you kind of think of them as individual people. You know, you're like mm. you look you look at them individually, and you're like they're judging me. You know, but mm. whereas when it's like this one thing, it kind of feels like you're talking to just one thing. You know, mm. because there are a lot of people. Like, so yeah, I like. Do you think? Okay, so for for you, Philip, do you? Would you consider big audiences, uh, like presenting to big audiences, easier than presenting to smaller ones, or the opposite? Um, probably. I actually don't know. I'm a bit fifty-fifty. I don't think I've ever had a problem with either. But if I had to pick, I'd have to go with um, Quincy as well because it just, yeah, it's like you said, the people in the room become more apparent as it, as. Opposed to if I'm if I'm speaking to a group of people, I can kind of just zone out. I don't have to be looking at one person. I could just look yeah, at a certain yeah. spot full of people, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not. I don't feel any nerves there. But when there's four to five people and you're making eye contact with each and every one of them, yeah. it gets a bit. It feels a bit personal. Mm. That's yes. Yeah, so I'd say probably four to five would be harder. Okay, so um. There is like another topic that I wanted to like cover, which is I I literally wrote down like what three bullet points and like I I don't have like any like questions prepared or anything like that. Yeah, I'm coming up with stuff right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the third bullet point that I like wrote to myself is um the yeah, like origin of addiction and uh, what I mean by that is do you think that um uh, like uh, like the tendency to get addicted to something, whether is it, it it is a substance uh, or you know like a hobby, which uh, we also discussed is kind of related to the substance dopamine. Um, like, um, is it like relate? Uh, can it be like something genetic, like that that tendency to get uh, addicted to something? Do you guys think that like it can be something that runs through the family of you being like? Um, like a person who's more likely to get addicted to something. Mm. Let me be. Let me be like one hundred percent honest. I've heard it all the time when people say addiction like runs through the family kind of thing, but yeah, I haven't personally done my research into it, so I don't. <clears throat> I don't personally see a correlation, like as to how addiction sort of runs through a family kind of thing. I, I would tell I have but that's the thing I haven't done my research, so it's like I can't like say that's entirely true or false, but I I would say that I don't understand if it was the case, I don't understand how addiction runs through a family kind of thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the ten, the tendency to be addicted to something. I don't know how no, I, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I've heard it myself like it can run through the family, but yeah. In terms of what way, how that happens, I'm not too sure. I know that addiction is like a neuropsychological blah, 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 mm. whatever kind of thing. But I don't understand how it goes like from a father to his son mm. or from a mother to a to daughter. Because mm-hmm. uh, So this one is actually pretty big for me because um, in my opinion, like, uh addiction does kind of the tendency to be addicted to something does kind of run through my family Mm. i wouldn't say it's like i don't know if it's like that big and um it's just more of the fact that 
pretty much uh, pretty much like uh the male members of my family like being my dad and my brother and me and um are pretty much like kind of addicted to something like whether it is a, a hobby or something you know mm-hmm. like i'm not uh, i'm not gonna share like a lot of details but one thing that i can like um i would talk about is the fact that um like my like my sort of addiction is like uh, has to do with uh, gaming, mm-hmm. and um, and that sort of addiction had to do with gaming as well when he was uh, when he was like in like at, at earlier stages of his life. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of have this thing about you know like being addicted to something and you know kind of this impacting our way. Uh, like um, our lives in like in a uh, in a certain way, you know. Like mm-hmm. it can benefit us, you know. Like um, being addicted, being addicted to gaming can actually be like beneficial because you get you can meet new people, and the people that you meet might be like very useful. Like at like uh, at some point, you might make uh, new friends. You might uh, my. My dad, especially, he made actually like new clients because he makes furniture mm-hmm. as his career. So he actually did make new clients through like uh, gaming, like at the time. Now he doesn't play games, but yeah, uh, like, um, so yeah, that's something that's like me and my brother have discussed how how like we're like we might be a bit more like we might have this sort of tendency to be addicted to that, but I'm not sure if. I I also haven't done my research about whether addiction can be like uh, the tendency to get addicted to something can be passed on to like um, generations mm-hmm. and yeah so like something that I wanted to talk about like from the very beginning which is kind of like why I wanted to come here because I I'm someone who is addicted you know mm-hmm. like and I and I recognize that I'm addicted and. Uh, a lot of people are addicted to like this one thing, and it's called like like League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So, League of Legends can actually so it's like um, so Philip, you said you know that game. Um, so Philip, uh, so Quincy, do you know like what League of Legends is? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it beyond hearing about it. Okay. So think about it as. Um, like football you know like a lot of people like football mm. yeah and they're like big football fans of like these like uh, uh of like uh and they they remember like uh famous uh football players they remember like teams they are like yeah. watching that all the time they even play all the fifa games as you like mentioned yeah and, you yeah. know they like very about it. yeah so League of Legends is kind of like that, but you know, it's not. It's obviously not football, but you, at, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do you pretty much do the same thing. There is the the goal is the same every mm-hmm. single time. Uh, like in football, that's like to uh, like get the ball and the goal. You know, that's kind of like it's, it's literally the same thing. In yeah. in League of Legends, it's another thing. You have to like kind of destroy this thing called Nexus and I'm not I'm not gonna go into like details. So League of Legends is actually part of like a lot of um uh researches now because this is a game where a lot of people are addicted to it. And you know and that can like um you know it, it can be like beneficial in the way where you can meet new people, mm-hmm. you know. Um and make contacts and the people that you meet might be like might be the biggest people in your life at some point they might be like your best friend uh your loved ones you know you know it can be like uh it can be a client it can be you know uh someone that can get you to like to work in a big company you know because relationships is a huge thing so there it can be beneficial but at the end of the day addiction is addiction and it can be very harmful mm-hmm. and league of legends is like kind of like football and and um people can get addicted to it and it can get like quite harmful so that's like 
kind of my experience of what I'm like personally addicted to. Of course, there's like uh, the social media and YouTube. I there is a reason why I kind of like try to avoid Instagram. I don't have like um, TikTok downloaded, but I still have YouTube and I still use it the way that that TikTok would be used. I watch the shorts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, that's like kind of the reason why. Because I'm look, I'm just looking at the time and it's kind of yeah, like. And I heard that uh, Philip kind of has to go like after 10 minutes. So I just kind of wanted to say why I wanted to bring that topic up. And it's kind of very personal to me. Mm. And I wanted to see your guys' perspectives of like um, of addiction. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we get to we got to talk about that and that it wasn't like discussed before. Um, no, but yeah, addiction. So, yeah. So what do you guys uh have uh like to say i how many like how, how much time has passed i think it was like 40 minutes 50 yeah 54 yeah. Uh, first of all i just wanted to say like thank you for actually sharing that like 100 percent, very mm-hmm. much appreciate that and I'm, I'm sure like guys that are listening will definitely appreciate that level of transparency um mm. especially because like that's why we want to start a podcast for like talking about these sort of topics that people are not entirely comfortable talking about in their own spaces so again 100 percent appreciate that one bro that was um was very nice to actually just hear someone talking about it um from a personal experience. And the topic as well, like the topic was an amazing idea, hundred percent. Um, I guess last last pieces, I don't know, Philip, do you have anything to say about addiction? It's a big thing. No, I was just gonna I was just gonna second what um you just said. Um I think when it comes to addiction, there's just a stigma around addiction that is just like certain type of people who are addicted. Mm. And if you would ever suggest that someone was addicted, they'd probably be defensive about it. Mm. When in reality, there is probably a lot more people than you think 100%. are addicted to things. I was reading an article. And I just brought up a good point. of um, When you think of addiction, people just think of people who abuse drugs, mm. maybe for lack of a better word, they crackhead. But, People who are addicted are people very much like ourselves in the working world. People who are addicted are people who go to work, work a nine to five, go home and go and indulge in some substance because they have nothing else to do or they feel like they need that thing. So addiction is actually very prevalent, 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 sorry, very prevalent. And yeah, it's a, it's a very good topic to talk about. Um, I was going to suggest, I was going to suggest because you don't need to go. I'd very much like to continue this conversation. I don't know about you, Quincy, but I'd I'm like down. to continue. I'm very We've talked down. about addiction. How about next time we talk about how to fix addiction? Yeah, oh, cool. so yeah we can actually have okay. like uh, Salama next time. Yeah. I also want to hear his perspective. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I think I think it'd be right to end it here, right? And then we'll yes, get, uh, get the questions and all of that next podcast. Yes, two yeah. let's go. All right, calm. Is that what we're running now? Cool, cool, cool. I like yeah. it. Because I'm looking at the time yeah, and I'm like, bro, there's just so much more we could say there's right so now. There's so much. There's so much it's more such I a can big say. Topic. Time is killing. Time is killing. It's calm though. Next week, yeah, I'll be here. I'm going to yeah, talk about the rest of it. We'll end it there then. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys have heard it here. This is a two-part podcast. Um, so we will be recording the next part at some point and releasing it out to you guys uh, to listen to at some point. Um, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Stay blessed.